0: Call in with your questions to real estate expert Mimi Shoneman with Remax Results. I'm gonna go out and buy a house. Here she is, your
2: host Mimi Shoneman. Yes,
0: our host Mimi Shoneman from the Red Hot Real Estate Group and licensed realtor with Remax Results. Hello, Miss Shoneman. Good morning. I am so happy to see you. Also happy to be joined again. Our friend from Nations Lending, Ms. Shelley Ferris. How's it going over there, Shelly? Good morning. Good morning. Doing I am well. Loving your color schemes Thank lately. You. You have been coming in with all the pops of color. I'm like. Ooh, Ooh. Bright and sunny. I love That's it. Fun. I love it. <laughs> Can we also have your NMLS yes. number, please? Yes, let's
2: do that business. So, mm-hmm. Nations Lending is 32466, and Shelley's is three eight uh, seven. 387- Two six six. OK, <laughs> my sorry. friends,
0: I know I have been bombarding you with questions about news articles I have been reading lately. So I know we need to get into what's going on in this market because I have a, a specific question about that as well, too. But read an article. It was talking about how we are not going to get back to eventually. It was talking about how we just don't have enough houses being built right now and how it was going to take a really long time for us to get back to the point that that kind of. Uh, um that type of inventory was available. And so it was talking about a squeeze. And so this went all the way down to why it was hard for, why were rents going up and therefore why it was going on. So this is the question I'm having. Um, a lot of my quote unquote, first time home buyer friends they have been saying that they have to rent longer because they haven't been able to find the house. So then my renter friends are saying, I can't find affordable house, affordable rental properties. Do we think this is all intertwined because we don't have enough inventory so people are just staying? Or what's going on? Can you just repeat the question? Yes. Yeah, so I want to know why we have this squeeze at the bottom of the market between our renters being able to find affordable rental properties and our first-time homebuyers being able to find the home that they need to move into so they can stop renting,
1: okay? Lots of questions, yes. in that question, yes, okay. So when we had the original recession mm-hmm. in two thousand and seven, yes, builders were under tremendous pressure, and many of them went out of business. And okay. a lot of the people that they had working for them, the tradespeople who were the skilled workers that helped to build homes, um it's 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 a it's a whole village that mm-hmm. builds a house these people were then forced to have to go find other jobs and then in retrospect so now we've gone what 15 years 14 yes. years since that period well the fact that they stopped building in in such large dramatic amounts of years mm-hmm. that has a trickle effect we are literally 14 years behind in new build And Shelly, I know you work quite a bit of new construction. Mm -hmm. Um, What is your, what, your spin on what's, what you see happening? That's exactly right. Thank, Thank you for sharing admit. this, because I really yes. have been
0: having this conversation over the last week with people in my circle. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, and and it's
2: puzzling. Yes. Like, how come this all of a sudden happened? Yes. You know? mm-hmm. How did the pandemic all of a sudden take away houses? Exactly. How did that happen, you know? It but, did yeah, seem yeah. immediate, because yeah. it's
0: like I have people that are out looking to rent now that moved right before the pandemic hit. Right? And they're like, why is this so much
2: harder right. than it was three exactly. years ago? Exactly. Mm-hmm. So you've got all the millennials that, mm-hmm. like, hung out waited, waited, wait. Mm. Oh, now we're going to buy a house. you got okay. a lot of immigration okay. trying to come into play. Yes. And, the, and and they're needing to buy a house. Okay. And they're wanting to buy a house. Mm-hmm. And they're also, if they can't buy a house, they need to rent. Yes. So all of that, exactly like Mimi said, is all coming into play. It's the perfect storm. Okay. You know, nobody wants to know that or hear that, but that's exactly the fact. Okay. And so it's going to take a while for this to unwind. It's going to take years okay. before we get to to the good, side. all right, well, good to know. Okay. I don't
1: know how old I'll be when it mm-hmm. actually gets caught up, but <laughs> fair enough, right? Let's just say, it suffice it to say, that I'll need a good dental plan, <laughs> right? Um, you know, so it is a lot, and then and it does
0: seem I'm glad that you put that historical context on it, Mimi and mm-hmm, Shelly, mm-hmm. because I, you know, I exactly what Shelly just said people in my circle feel like it was. A snap of a finger and now things are difficult. When you're saying, nope, this is a continued effect from what started over a decade ago. And now it's really just continued on that. So it's going to take, you know, if it took a 10 year, if it took us 10 years to get in in this mess,
1: it's going to take us a while to get back out. So here is another factor that, that is affecting our rental community out there and also our buying community. Mm -hmm. When prices were super low during the first recession Mm -hmm. in 2007, we had a, a tremendous influx in, of industrial buyers okay meaning commercial yes meaning reits right mm-hmm. meaning corporations coming in and and buying it for their portfolio for their investors Okay, so when corporate comes on and they want they want to have a block of homes, they just make it happen. Okay, Um, it's not like the rest of us that we've got a budget. Yeah, they just like okay, so we need you know fifty thousand homes. Where can we find them? This is what we're going to do, and we're going to do it. And we've got this kind of like over uh, overage that we can pay. And that overage became very, very compelling okay. to our sellers in the market because, you know, more money, Yes. you know, is more money. You exactly. So, you know, and you're not really concerned at that point. Who is it that's buying your house? You're like, it's just more money. But if you think about it, you know, it's squeezing out our traditional buyers right. because they can withstand all sorts of pressures. And it absolutely does affect your neighborhood, and so we've talked about it on several different shows. Yes. I know for a fact during the pandemic, don't sell to the industrial buyers. I mean, sorry, that is my opinion. Right. Um, it doesn't do your neighborhood any fa- any favors. Yeah, you might make an extra twenty, thirty grand, and and you know, and I'm not in your shoes. Maybe that's a life changer twenty, thirty extra grand. It's tough to 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 pass that up, but. You know, really, if all of us combined, we we did what's best for the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. It's going to be best community. for the community, right? Overall, okay. I'm not hating on investors. You know, that's fine and everything, but that is part of the issue. Yes. Now. Part of the good news is that I have been reading that rents are starting to come down from historical highs. That's right, exactly. Okay, so that is great news for our renters because, you know, you get to a ceiling, and where's the ceiling got to go? You know, you either go up or you come
0: down. And sometimes our renters are people that are trying to, at least people in my circle— want to be homeowners, but they're like not ready, you know, and a lot of them are like talking to people and getting ready for that, but they need time let to me get t- them things, put that together. And if their rent's too high, let me they're speak, not going to be able to do it.
1: Let me speak to some of our renters. And this is from my personal perspective and experience. Y'all got to be more patient. Okay. You do. You cannot come into the market looking for a house and get frustrated after the first month because mm-hmm. it's not easy. Okay. Right. OK, mm-hmm. right. It's not easy. And then you go, oh, I'm just going to keep renting. Well, there's goes a whole nother year that the housing prices are going to go up. There goes a whole nother year that you're going to pay the man or the woman mm-hmm. for your rent. And then a whole nother exactly. year where you don't have any control about the interest rates. You, you know, right. so and he, So what I tell my renters, you know, Please know that this is a process yes. this is not going to happen overnight it's not going to be easy i need you to toughen up mm-hmm. and you know it's not going to be your your hgtv beautiful home <laughs> and if it and if it is you're going to see the line around the block and around the other block mm-hmm. and they're going to be paying top dollar over over asking right. right and if people think that because the market has changed that that folks are not getting over asking price on their listings Come follow us around for a weekend, <laughs> right. and I'm I'm here to tell you it is still there and is still prevalent, and it is happening on not so perfect homes. Okay, you you need to have a budget that has some wiggle. Yeah, you cannot have. Okay, here's my line in the sand, Miss Shannon. If mm-hmm. your line in the sand is our median price at three fifty. Guess what? Right. You ought not be looking at 350. No. You need to be looking at 320 mm-hmm. and keeping your eyes fixed yep. on that. That's so exactly that you can right. pop up if you need to because we are going above that. That's right. Mm-hmm. And then when you when you say, well, okay, let's just kind of look at 350 and we'll see what happens. And then you say, I can't go over 350. Well, I got nothing. Right. I cannot control what you can afford and what you cannot afford. Mm-hmm. That's Shelly's fault. That's right. Exactly.
2: <laughs> That's the lender. <laughs>
0: But it's also a matter of, you know, and we do give this information about how to be a good client. Um, And, you know, there are just some things that are going to happen where it's like, you know, it's all worth it. But there are this is not the time to and a lot of our my talkers are not this person. So I'm being preemptive. Anybody out there, this is not the time to Karen out. This is the time to, like, go, okay, help advise me. Mm -hmm. Nobody's doing this to you to make your life complicated or ask you nosy questions just to make you feel bad. No, it's if they're asking for information, there's a reason. And you shouldn't, you know, so it's working with somebody that communicates to you in a way that you feel empowered and that you're working towards a goal. But you can't be embarrassed for anything that's happened to you before because if they needed information, you hiding is not going to help you.
1: Well, you know, I just need here's what I want people to understand when your realtor whether that's us or somebody else when your realtor pushes back to you because you're not finding what you want they're offering solutions and you're like nope that's not what i want okay i can't help that mm-hmm. i'll give you a for instance if you if you know for a fact that you only want a house with central air then that's a deal breaker who am I to tell you that shouldn't be a deal breaker? Right. I'm, I'm work for you, machine. Mm-hmm. Shannon. Right. I, you're my boss. Right. And so I hear you. I listen to you. But if I push back and say, what about a mini split? Would that mm-hmm. work with a house that's got forced air? You know, maybe that's a different solution. So we can talk a little bit about that when we come back. But we've got exciting new news about FHA. Wonderful. And in the next break, we are going to tell you how you can go about getting your taxes reduced.
0: All right. What? You can
1: also be part of the show.
0: You can call us at 651-641-1071. We'll be right back on the Red Hot. Can we talk and try? Welcome back to the Red Hot Real Estate Show on My Talk 1071. Also available on a podcast. You can find this episode and previous episodes if you go to our website, MyTalk1071.com. Always happy to be joined with our licensed realtor from Remax Results, Miss Mimi Shoneman from the Red Hot Real Estate Group, and also our credit contessa, Oh Miss yes. Shelley <laughs> Ferris from Nations Lending. If you want to be part of the show today, call us at 651 641
1: 1071. Okay, I just want to uh, kind of of conclude what we were talking about in the last segment about <laughs> rent folks if you're renting and you are our window shopping for buying a house go month to month okay okay if you can't go month to month maybe go and and try and work out a deal with a friend or a family member where you can go month to month with them put your stuff in storage if you're really serious you don't want to miss this opportunity that we all feel in this industry that is going to be happening We feel like as soon as inflation numbers come down to where everybody recognizes it, recognizes it, we're going to see interest rates drop. And then it's, if you think 20 and 21 was a frenzy, it's going to be nothing compared Mm -hmm. to who comes out of the woodworks looking for houses now. Now is the time to buy. And when you, when we say you want to marry the house and you date the rate, that means Get after getting the house. You can fix the interest rate later. Right. Yep. Now I have a really great quote from Nadia. <laughs> just uh, say E from Nadia E. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll I'll work on that. I do that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. And you know, if I hadn't really started second guessing myself, I had it. You down... probably would have just said I have a problem with pronouncing things. What is that? <laughs> okay. Um. She. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I don't need to start over. I okay. Love it. I do Why don't we have time? to do overs? Nadia. Nadia Here we go. Nadia. Nadia, here you go. Director of Real Estate Research for the National Association of Realtors. And she says with rates below six and a half, more Americans can purchase the median priced home. If mortgage rates continue to move down, the housing market may rebound faster than expected. That's what we're saying. Shelly, Miss Shelly. 100%. Okay. Your best so rate last sure. week was what?
2: Uh, We locked six and a quarter with no points on a 30-year fixed conventional loan. So yeah, Yeah. rates have these moments, these little Mm -hmm. juggernauts that they work themselves through and then... There's this flash in the pan that everybody lock, 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 lock. And then the market moves again. So, okay. Yeah. So
1: Shelly's in her mm-hmm. lock mode. All right. But and you can hit fives. Let's you can hear about get, it. So
2: you can, so points are points are points. So you can, you can use points. Y'all have heard this term before. A point is 1% of your mortgage amount. And you can use that to buy things with regards to rates, either buying down the rate or buying terms. So like maybe you want to do a, 100-day lock versus a 30-day lock. Well, it might cost something, and that cost is described in points in my industry. But today you can get 5.99 with one point. So if you're buying a $300,000 house and you put $25,000 down, your loan amount is... 275, one point is $2,750, and you can buy that down to 5.99. Well, the next question that most people ask me is, should I do it? <laughs> <laughs> yes. And I say, I don't know. Then <laughs> we do the math. The math tells you if you should do it. So if the interest rate, uh, gives you a lesser payment to the tune that you make up the cost within a three year time, Mm-hmm. And you think you're going to live there that long, and you have the money to spend, then it's a good buy.
1: Okay, so your return on investment happens after three years, right? Is that for all price points, or just for three hundred ish?
2: Pretty, that's pretty close. You know, that's pretty. That's just kind of the number that we've always used at thirty to thirty-six months. Number that if you can recoup it in that time period, it's considered a good buy. But it's
1: it's also kind of similar, right? If you, like the theory that we've always heard is if you can save a point or three quarters of a point on your interest when it drops, that's also a good time to refinance. Right, exactly. And that that is true, although I will say that for
2: some people, because some people use their house like an ATM and should you, I don't know. But Mm -hmm. What if you... Took cash out, and your actual house payment didn't change, but you were able to pay off three of your credit cards from your cash out, and now your cash flow to your own life is $750 to the better. Your house payment didn't change, but now your credit cards are gone. So it's not you're just not gonna reducing move, interest yeah, rate. If you're
0: exactly. going to stay in this
1: house. If we this we, is, we is look at the house. whole picture
2: okay. when we look at a refinance. Is this really a smart thing to do?
1: Well, let's really break that down and unpack a refinance. It really wasn't on our agenda to talk about. Right. Right. but since but we're talking about it that, mm-hmm. okay it so let's just say that you need a car mm-hmm. and cars today are going for fifty, sixty thousand dollars. that's that's insane
0: to me right, You're right. You're right. right. It's okay true.
1: wow but and so interest rates on car loans are close to five percent now right, right. exactly okay. so you have a choice. Do you get the financing from the dealership or do you do it for yourself? Okay. So your opinion as a loan officer, what would you say to that question? Well, I would, I,
2: it's not black and white. I'm telling you, we we look at the numbers. We do the math, you know, can you pay it off early? Can you, I mean, there's so many things to factor in there to make sure that we're doing the right thing. Is taking money out of the equity of your house. The smartest thing to do to buy a car. I think For my own personal self, yes, that interest is tax deductible. I'm going to get a home equity line of credit, pay the car. I get to now negotiate in cash versus you're going to uh, provide something for me. Mm -hmm. Now, this is my and maybe my payment is a lot lower because the interest rate is only interest because it's it's a home equity line of credit. But. My, you have to be diligent then and pay more and pay that car off. So I was going to say, you, you know have to yourself. be
1: disciplined you just you too. Have
2: to know yourself as far as what's the smartest path for you.
1: OK, so you've got your so for the car example, you've got your HELOC that has an interest rate of approximately what? So it's going to be prime plus. So okay. prime is right
2: around four, four and a quarter, four and a half. I can't remember where it is. It's going up so on fast. I can't yeah. keep track anymore, people. Mm-hmm. So it's about that. And then you're going to have a margin on top of that. So the bank is going to say you're going to be prime plus three, let's okay. say. So let's say you're four and a half and you're prime plus three. Well, you're seven and a half now mm-hmm. on that interest rate on the home equity line of credit. But it's interest only. Right. So the payment's probably about a 100 bucks a month that they require you to pay. And you think, dang, I can make that payment but i'm you in need to get it
1: done faster need
2: to pay it off sooner
1: than that folks mm-hmm. yes okay so that's a financial planner kind of scenario exactly. mm-hmm. but it's an option for folks out there right, it so and, it, and because of the it. interest deduction that could be a smart move okay we're done talking about all of this all right <laughs> Fantasy. You don't want to make that promise. We might come back to do that. All right. Let's talk about what has gone on with FHA this week. So FHA, fantastic
2: news. You maybe even have seen some of the headlines, but um, FHA uh, has come down in price. So the uh, it's the the when you do an FHA mortgage, you have an upfront mortgage insurance premium and a monthly mortgage insurance premium. You got them both. Mm -hmm. The upfront did not change, but the monthly changed to. 0.5 0.5 percent okay. from 0.85 percent you think okay that's minuscule yay FHA <laughs> <laughs> okay well folks it's huge it's ginormous mm-hmm. so I I did the math yesterday for one of my clients uh, converting from a conventional loan to FHA and the payment I'm not even kidding you guys on a $500,000 FHA loan which is a big FHA loan they're mm-hmm. not common Two hundred eighty dollars a month difference. Two hundred eighty dollars a month. Two hundred of it was mortgage insurance. So let me just right. Let me
1: just let me just break this down. You just said this person moved from conventional to FHA. Exactly because okay. it's that much better for him. unreal. It
0: doesn't normally, I mean, this is the first time (laughs) i ever heard (laughs) you say that
1: that's
2: what we're trying to do.
1: Okay. So, Mm -hmm. wow. Right. I know. I know.
2: It's a shocking moment, but that's it's, and that's all because of this big change. So even if you're not buying a $500,000 house, let's say you're buying a $300,000 house. Which a lot of people are looking at. In that range. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Your mortgage insurance is going to go from $212 a month to $125 a month. Yeah.
1: That's, that's half. A lot. Yeah. yeah, That's Staying
2: crazy. And so that is about a $17,000 increase in buying power. Mm-hmm. And why did this happen, Shelly? Uh, your federal government at work for you. <laughs> I don't you know don't why. Know. That is why. But I mean, awesome. that's what they tell us. Yeah. So mm-hmm. okay. they're trying to make things more affordable for people. And what can they affect? What can the federal government well, do? Here's what I that's think. One of the I things. think
1: when all of the, the whole market went bananas and sellers started saying, yeah, no, no FHA for us. We're not doing it. Um, I think that hit their bottom line pretty bad. You know, two years worth of no No FHA. FHA. It Mm -hmm. could. I mean, it
2: very well could have been that. Let's get some business drummed up here. But that's not going to help the sellers accept an FHA offer any better.
1: Maybe. Mm -hmm. You know, your house is in good shape. You should not fear FHA. 100%. I had this conversation, ironically,
2: Mimi, with a listing agent on Friday. And he's arguing with me. And I'm like, look, (laughs) FHA is your friend. Let's help this family out.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so when we come back from the break, we're going to finish this subject and head on to how you can reduce your taxes. You can also be part of
0: the show. Call us at 651-641-1071. We'll be right back on the Red Hot Real Estate Show. Welcome back to the Red Hot Real Estate Show here on My Talk 1071. You can be part of the show. Call us at 651-641-1071. Glad to be here with my friend, Miss Shelley Ferris from Nations Lending and also, of course, our host from the Red Hot Real Estate Group,
2: Miss Mimi Shoneman. All right, Shelley. Um, What else you got for us regarding FHA? Well, so FHA, you know, the mortgage insurance piece of it is so much lower now that, um, you know, we kind of just briefly momentarily touched on that $17,000 more that you could uh, qualify for.
0: Question about mortgage insurance. So is FHA the one where the mortgage insurance stays with you for the life of the loan? So
2: FHA that that's correct. Okay, um, it, it, you can petition to get rid of it at seventy eight percent, but that's only some of the FHA loans. So okay. I hesitate even saying that out loud, but that's the fact. That's not the norm, right? But okay, you, but um, rural development USDA lending it never ever 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 goes away. Okay. when you have a dollar of principal left, you're still going to pay mortgage insurance on okay. USDA loans.
1: Gotcha. Okay, thank you. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's let's finish up your conversation with the listing agent about. Right? So I assume that you were were representing a buyer who submitted an offer and he got it accepted. Okay. okay. And, and the questions I, were from the listing agent what? The questions were like bait and
2: switch, like oh, Shelly, no. you just said they could go conventional and they really have to go FHA. I'm like no. That's not at all. We're talking about a it's a, a affordability situation. Okay.
1: So did they write the offer as a conventional yes. offer, and then they wanted to switch after it right. was accepted? That's okay, right. Okay, well, like that's three, three or, or four days. Move, after. That's a little sketch. But I did the math. Okay, yeah. but and you I know, showed him the math. I'm like, look at the math. <laughs> the math is amazing. Yeah, yeah. So that's a nice seller that would change their mind. Hopefully, yes. Hopefully. We're still
2: hoping that that's the case for okay. these folks. If it isn't, it isn't. I mean, they're, they're still approved conventional. It's not right. like they can't go that way. It's that, and I think that's what he thinks. I think he, but anyway, I digress. Yeah, see, see how pissed I am still? Yes. <laughs> really? i just trying
1: mark. to make sure
0: they have more money in case yeah. they need to buy a water heater. That's yeah. all we're trying exactly. to do. Right? Or
1: groceries. Like exactly. groceries. <laughs> exactly. That would pay for crying out loud. We're, we're yeah. going to pray for you, Shelly.
2: you
0: very much. <laughs> and and for You the, should. You
1: should.
2: All right. <laughs>
1: No, you don't anyway, want a mad loan officer. No, you
2: do not. Yes, no. No, 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 no.
1: Okay. Plus, folks. I've worked with
0: y'all for five years, and I've you ever never seen her feathers ruffled. Right, that is the most ruffled your feathers have been in the five years I've Look met at her. It's yeah. a hair sticking up. I like, like her my I, like I, I like the passion. I like the passion. Yes. <laughs> Get you riled because up, you talk must. about some stuff. You now you see why you should
1: work with Shelly. She will get That's passionate right. about am. your your, little your pit pit She's gonna gonna whack whack no She's going <laughs> to have a conversation about you. Right, right. I am. I I'm going to go to bat for you. Yes. Right? A hundred percent. Right. Okay. All right, folks. Did you know that you can appeal your property value? Did you know that? I that did
0: shocking. not. And so we're talking about, so a bunch of us just got our... Uh, our tax notices for Wait. what my property taxes are.
1: Isn't that astounding? How I, much? How much equity you gained this I, past year? I night? know. Oh, just didn't <laughs> even you do for a the thing. extra. Thank you for yeah. yeah. my extra seventy five thousand dollars that you now get to yeah, tax, tax me on. Me on right. Yeah. So the revenue department thinks that we all are high eyes in the disprofile system <laughs> that we love to be complimented. <laughs> <laughs> we like to be that person that be we like, can say, our oh, property is more and valuable." And they put a little
0: note on mine that said that. That, you know, I that I had made some upgrades, which I have, but How'd you Is know? That you <laughs> been in the basement? <laughs> oh. oh. They're like, it had a little asterisk. It really does have an asterisk, kind of thing. And I'm like, so they're like, So we she know got things. A- That's what it's saying. It, it looks <laughs> like they're like, who got a permit yeah, for any right? sort of improvement on their home? Did that have, have anything to do mean. with those
1: balloons that went over? <laughs> I know. They were just, <laughs> and, those... Uh, they know you've got a deck. Put, yeah, yeah. Somebody oh. put a drone over inside. So that, that house got, they drove their drone
0: past my house and saw I got windows. Noises
1: you're hearing at night, folks. It's their drones. You know, I don't know. i put nothing. And past it. Come on. All right. But in all <laughs> seriousness, who wouldn't want to save some money right. on your taxes? Okay. You can appeal your property value and classification. So if, if you disagree with your assessed value or classification of your property, you can appeal. Mm-hmm. You will need information from the notice of your valuation and classification that you receive each spring from your county that mm-hmm. includes. Your estimated market value for the current year and your prior year, your taxable market value, classification of the property, your assessor's contact information, dates, times, and location of the local and county board meetings, Mm -hmm. and county's complete valuation and classification appeals. I'm reading this, folks, just straight from the revenue department. We'll make sure we put this on the website. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So here's what you need to know before you appeal. Make sure that you verify the property information that is correct that's on the statement, like your dimensions, age, and condition of any structures... Review your property records to determine the market values of similar properties in your neighborhood. Review the sales data to compare similar properties in your area. And ask the assessor to explain the criteria that they used to classify your property. And you can review the classifications of other properties used in the same way as yours. Now, if you happen to to look at tax records for fun, like I do, (laughs) you, you will notice. You will certainly notice that... Johnny down the road and Susie <laughs> up the road. Y'all have a, a 1950s Rambler yes. over in Bloomington, but your your taxes are all different. Why is that? Interesting. Okay, you want to make sure that you're paying attention, mm-hmm. in all seriousness. Your I, taxes might be perfectly on, on, on point, mm-hmm. but... They might not. Maybe your house is crappy compared to Susie and Johnny's. I, I had no idea. Honestly,
2: Mimi, when you were mentioning that, when we were talking about it, been in this for 30 years, mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Right. I'd, I didn't know that that's what you could do, like how to go about the process. I didn't even know you could do it. Yes. Plus,
0: I think we always go, well, a better... You know, it is, the compliment, is a better yeah. like, OK, that's a good thing that so, my property taxes are going up that it I mean that my property values are going up. Yes.
1: So what you can appeal here are the things you can appeal your property's estimated market value or classification if you believe the property is classified wrong or valued higher or lower than you could sell it for Mm -hmm. or valued differently from similar properties in your area. Now, the supporting material that you're going to need as evidence about your property's value and classification should include A, a recent (laughs) appraisal of your property if you have one. Now, appraisals in the real estate world are only really good for six months, Okay, but you have an older one and that's all you have. You might want to pull that out if it supports your case. Uh, real estate listings for similar properties in your area. Now you can go to public websites and, and try and pull what's a similar property. And so that's the thing I think that a lot of people don't get quite right. You can't compare in a perfect world, a rambler to a two story. Okay. You can't compare your octagon house Mm -hmm. to a split-entry house. (laughs) You bring that octagon up because you know I wanted one of those. (laughs) Listen, I pepper that in whenever I can, just for you, because I love you. Thank good you did not go to look at that house with me. Yes, Yes, I'm looking for one
0: to
2: take
1: you to. (laughs) My husband
2: Uh, just asked the other day, are there any of those hexagon-y things?
1: I (laughs) think they have them up in Duluth. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, Um, You want to bring photos of your property that support your appeal. Okay, so let's just, they're looking at public information, folks. Mm-hmm. They're pulling your 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 permits that are, they know you got the water heater and your water heater yes. spectacular. And so, therefore, that's a $20,000, you know, <laughs> ad. I don't know. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Don't be hating on me. Yeah. Um, appealing to the boards of appeal for equalization. You must appeal to this board before, before appealing to the county board okay. of appeal and equalization. Let me just repeat that. You must appeal to your local board before appealing to the county board. Okay. For both boards, you may make your appeal in person or by letter or have someone else appear for you. Okay. The assessor will be present to answer any questions. So this says. Mm-hmm. And so for more information about this, you contact your county assessor. Okay. Now here's the deadline date, guys. You must file your appeal by April 30th, okay. of, of the year that the tax becomes payable. Okay. Okay, so... There's a deadline. Right. Don't dilly dally. They won't, they won't care if you're there May 1st. Okay. Um, and so we will put on our website the, the website for the revenue, Mm -hmm. uh, for the Department of Revenue. Um, you want to visit the Minnesota Tax Court website to get more information and the forms and instructions. Now, here's the thing. I want you all to know we look at a lot of property valuation and sometimes, it's staggering. Like you could see hundreds of dollars mm-hmm. difference between a house and you. it makes you say, what? Why? Right, why? why? Right. Yeah. And so, you know, this happens. These people that are appealing this, consider yourself among the 1% savvy. Okay. Okay. Yep. When you want to talk about pe- people who ha- have wealth and generational wealth, they use things like this. Yes. You know, they're looking at the money. They're they're using cub, you know, grocery bags in the trash cans. <laughs> they're, they're paying attention. Okay, mm-hmm. so this is how you do it. We will put that information up on our our uh, board, and you can you can. Uh, what we want to really know is if you do it. And how much you save. Okay. Right? Yeah. Yes. Yes. And how'd it go for you? Yes. Right? Yes. Absolutely. So That's if, excellent. If you are listening to this right now and you have done it in the past, Call and us. Call us. We want to hear about it. We want to hear everything you did. Mm-hmm. We want to hear how you told them that your house was not as nice as they thought it was. <laughs> and you saved that money. You saved that money. Yes. And then you went to Fiji. Right. <laughs> or Stillwater. Or yeah, Stillwater. And got, got and a had a burger. Right. We're taking Miss Shannon to Stillwater, Exactly. We're going to have a meal. Yes, exactly.
0: <laughs> so in the next, yeah, so we, yeah, we're
1: going on a break. So let's just remind everybody about your guides, Mimi. Yes. Okay. So I, I, you know, I subscribe to a wonderful service. I wish I could say I wrote them myself. I don't. Okay. But they're branded branded to me. And the best news about it is they're updated quarterly Mm -hmm. with real relevant national information. Now, if you want local information about your house, that's a one-on-one personal, yes. personal thing. We offer free market analysis for all of our listeners. We can either do a, a quick over the net evaluation or we can do an in-person where we come to your house and we actually do compare your house to your neighbors. Yes. And give you evaluation. Those are all complimentary. And we encourage you, if you're curious about that, to to reach out to us. You can always reach me, Mimi at mnredhotrealestate.com. Right. Or you can text us Or call 651-578-2218. Now, before we end the show, we'll get Shelly's contact information, so how you can reach her. Um, She's always wanting to do second opinions about your mortgage. Right. So make sure you listen to us. You can also call us at
0: 651-641-1071. We'll be right back on the Red Hot. Thank you again for joining us for the Red Hot Real Estate Show here on My Talk 1071. I'm Miss Shannon. Glad to be here with my friend Mimi Shoneman from Remax Results and the Red Hot Real Estate Group. Also, my other friend from Nations Lending, Miss Shelley Ferris. You still have time to be part of the show. You can call us at 651-641-1071. Okay. Um,
1: so I just was learned a new term in the break, y'all. Oh, yes. S- snow mold. Snow mold. Yes,
0: because we were—you didn't know that one. No. Yeah. Every year, about this time when oh, things start going. to thaw, and there's all this leftover stuff, a bunch of us that have
1: allergies, yeah, get all our allergies like kick mm-hmm. in right when things melt. Okay, so all I'm gonna say, mm-hmm. being from the south. You know, and, and the snow that we just got. Yes. You may not fools. enjoy this? No, I, I'll totally take that snow over a tornado all day oh, long. Right. Oh, yes. My gosh, yes. Oh, my gosh. Right. So mm-hmm. prayers, in for, yes. prayers for Agreed. all those people. To that. Yes. Absolutely agree. Yeah. All those people. Okay, so Shelly... Um, a lot of mortgage people really pay a lot of attention to one of the experts in your industry, Barry Habib. Yes. And you have some really good intel that we want to share with everybody.
2: Absolutely. So, folks, so I've been talking about, Mimi reminded me, she's mm-hmm. like, you've been saying there's a recession coming for many years, Shelley." <laughs> yes, I have, because yes. it is, I think we're there, folks. We are sitting smack dab in the middle. You don't know it until you look in the rearview mirror right. on a recession, but mm-hmm. that's the case. So I follow this gentleman named... Barry Habib, you can too. Um, I pay a subscription to his information. He mm-hmm. is by far the smartest, most widely followed person in my industry. And the reason is, is because he, the stuff that he says and the stuff that he tells us uh, to watch for coming up always happen. Okay, Like crystal ball always happen. Freaks me out always Mm happens. So um, I have had the date May 10th circled on my calendar since November. Okay. So May 10th, why May 10th? Well, May 10th is the date that we think that the, uh, personal con- uh, consumption expenditures are going to come out. PCE. Yes. Okay. So that's what the feds watch to help measure inflation and that's when that number is going to come out and we believe that all stars are going to align and finally all of the indicators are going to show that yes thank you very much what we're you've done yes what you've done <laughs> to the inflation has squelched it thank you so much fed but
1: stop
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah. no.
1: Yeah. and does we're, this mean that we can't go buy an easter dress you can full-on buy an okay. easter Just dress wait, to go to go. On. And and wait shoes to is match on. you go Just right make sure ahead that it's on sale <laughs> Right I'll and send it,
0: it to my website and it will be.
2: Okay. It <laughs> so, will be. Yeah. So but that's what's coming out is this PCE number and this PCE number came out here recently just on Friday and it showed some cooling okay. so it showed that some of the numbers are are starting to reflect what the feds have been doing for nearly a year here on their <laughs> jacked up rate thing that they're going for. They're
1: like, stop buying Yeah, if things. I could, like,
2: pick up the phone and call Chairman Powell myself, I'd say, look.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we got you. Listen, Listen, it's done. We want to videotape that when you do that. <laughs> I, we all want to see it happen. Don't be selfish. Oh, gully. So...
2: We know that the numbers should actually be better now. Mm-hmm. I will tell you that much because what, what's tilting them is what you alluded to earlier in the, uh, this particular show, yes. uh, Ms. Shannon, and that was shelter costs. Yes. There's shelter costs that are in these numbers and this PCE number that is skewed. Right. And- why are they skewed? Because it's showing that it's still going up, but you're hearing they're coming down. So mm-hmm. how come is that? Exactly. Well, it's because when the Fed looks at numbers, they signed the leases, or for how long, guys? About a year, usually, okay. right? Maybe six months, but mostly a year. Well, they already signed. Okay. They're in the past. Like everything else that the Feds are using to is measure it in the past? This. And It's time to turn the page and just... Trust that what you've done is good. We got we need some catch-up time here. Correct. And then we're going to find out that we're in a recession. And then rates are going to fall. And okay. they're going to fall fast. Once you start seeing recession in the headlines, we're going to be in the fives like the norm.
1: Okay. So just so you know, on the 10th, I have got the lunch packed. Yeah, <laughs> we, We've got our, our tennis shoes on, man. Yes. We are ready for are you. you. Yes. Okay. Yes. So if you want to shop for a house, we have a... Phenomenal shopping site for you Absolutely. to go to. Go to view com. In fact, if you register on there today and you're looking for a house, we're going to give you a $500 closing cost credit, but you have to register on the site today and be ready to shop. That credit card, that credit closing cost state will come at the end of your settlement statement when okay. you close $500 do it today view greaterminneapolishomes.com shelly that's excellent that's fantastic yeah yeah so shop it's a great Get site out there absolutely. absolutely don't be waiting until the 10th cuz oh no nobody will no, no i mean it is going to be a madhouse get okay. yourself into contract exactly now before the
2: 10th between of
1: May. now and the 10th yes and then you'll be and then set. lock after the 10th yes mm-hmm. <laughs> okay so we're all pulling out the crystal all ball right. yes yes absolutely okay what else does mr barry have to say that we need to know about well, the you know that that's such an
2: important number to the Feds. We we as people feel more the CPI numbers. Okay. So that's the other the acronym, Consumer price exactly. Index. Okay. And that that is like when you go to the store and you feel it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? You go to the grocery store and you put the food in the cart and you and think it's going to be cost $100. two dollars more than Dang they did it, before. Right? Yeah. And mm-hmm. then you think the bill's going to be a hundred and it's one hundred and thirty-five yeah. and you are like, uh oh, right now what do I do here or whatever? Well, I myself I I, I grocery shop so yeah. I go and I can't believe the price of eggs how they've come down is everybody else on that page I buy extra large 18s yes and they are down to 366 I was up over eight bucks an 18 pack Where here, not do you long buy ago. You finally got well, some chickens you know, out there the having eggs again yeah. it took
0: a while yeah. We okay. had too many, too many chicken. Con, you
2: know, right? The yeah. chicken pandemic had caught up after we. You know, it's just exactly. been a lot with this chicken. There's so many things, mm-hmm. exactly. So, mm-hmm. so all of that is helping. All of that is coming through. You can feel it when you yourself go to the grocery store. When you go to fill your tank up, it's not three ninety five a gallon anymore. It's three nineteen a gallon, yeah. and it doesn't help a whole bunch, but it helps but it a little better. bit. Mm-hmm. And we're growing in the right direction, folks. So all of that means that we're in a recession. All mm-hmm. of that means that we're just a. Few weeks away from the headlines agreeing with me. It's taken long enough. But and we've been
0: talking <laughs> about this on the financial health and wealth show too that re- corrections happen, mm-hmm. you know, kind of thing. Regardless of what we call it, sometimes you change the name of what you're in, but there's going to be a correction. So it's preparing yourself and being able to get this advice so
1: you can take advantage of it when
0: exactly we hit these right. corrections.
1: A correction happens, and that's also called an opportunity to get a deal. Yes. yes. You know, that is your opportunity. And this is why, circling back to the beginning, of the show for those folks out there that are renting that are looking put yourself in a position to win mm-hmm. right put yourself in a position to win and go month to month are you going to pay a little bit more every month yes you will but if you're serious about buying a house, it'll give you the it'll give you the cushion, and the flexibility to be able to find.
2: I just talked to a gal yesterday. Her rent is up, in her lease is up in September first. I said, "Well, then you need to buy a house right now." Well, no, I'm not going to. I don't need one until September first. No. No, 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 no. Time out. You buy tomorrow, okay? You're going on 30 to 40 day contract date. That means you close in the middle of May. Mm-hmm. Your first house payment is due what July first. You're only going to double up two months. You yes. guys jump in the pool to day if you've got a fall lease that's expiring you are almost too late to get into mm-hmm. a house by okay, then no,
1: she's being facetious mm-hmm. um in all seriousness there is no too late mm-hmm. but put yourself in a, in a position of success correct all right so shelly i want to talk real quickly um before we end the show let's tell everybody how they get a hold of you oh, for yes. mm-hmm. your uh Pricing. Right,
2: exactly. And anything else that I can answer for you is my cell phone is the best way to reach me is 612-839-6918. If you want to jump on the bandwagon and hurry up and get an application going, just go to RadioShelly.com and that's my website.
1: Mm -hmm. Okay. I want to define real quickly what an appraisal gap is because they kind of for a second went away. Yes. And they're back. Okay. Okay, so... If you're making offers over the asking price, you most likely are going to get a question or a request from the listing agent and or seller. Okay, so you're willing to pay $30,000 over the asking price. Do you have the money to make up the difference if the appraisal comes in low? Yes or no. You're going to have to be in a position. You can't just willy-nilly raise the price without knowing that there could be circumstances that happen. Right. It's real. It's still out there, folks even though you know it sometimes feels like you might have you know be in a better position as a buyer and i do see that We're very much still a seller's market. We Mm -hmm. still only have 1.3 months of inventory when normal is five and six. If you're serious about, you know, buying a house, don't play games with the seller. Right. That is a, that is absolutely a way to fail. Good advice. Um, so just, just be serious and take advice of, of your advisors that you're working with, your loan officer, your real estate professional. They're going to coach you. If you are unrepresented and you need help with buying and selling, we'd love to help you. Again, 651-578-2218. And shop at our website, viewgreaterminneapolishomes.com. And remember, you can always get this episode and
0: previous episodes on our website, mytalk1071.com, keyword red hot.